Welcome to Shop Talk, presented by Ceram Pro. Joined here with Lucas and Anthony. I'm not saying my name this time, because you guys know who I am. Anyways, what's today's title? My name is Jeff. He thinks he's funny. Thanks, Bernie. We try our best to be entertaining. <laughs> Charlie. What's today's subject? How to play, how to pay your employees. There's different ways for, uh, oh my God, the dog sees something outside, so you might hear him in the background. Um, anyways, we went over this in a couple other podcasts, on we briefly touched on it, how to pay employees, and I don't think there's a right answer to this again. It's, there's multiple different ways, like some guys in my shop are paid hourly, some guys are paid piecework with a guarantee, meaning they get paid per job. So depending the pay structure for that service, they paid a certain amount. And what I mean by they also have a guarantee is in the wintertime when I have a hard time keeping the shop busy, it's not fair to them if they're not making any money. So what they do is like, uh, let's just pull a number out of my ass if he's being paid 18 bucks an hour. I guarantee them 40 hours a week. And if their piecework is above 40 hours, they get paid their piecework. If it's below 40 hours, the total... Uh, they get paid their 40 hours. So that's kind of piecework with a guarantee. Kind of like a mechanic. Mechanics are paid similarly. They get like a top-up of hours. And then there's also uh, salary plus commission for like the guys in the front. And then for my other businesses, my sales reps, some were paid straight commission. Some were paid... Uh, you got a close-up of Anthony right there? Trying to sneak a bite of... Uh, what are you eating there? What is that? Pop top? No, pocket. not pizza pocket. Yeah, we got a toaster oven. Honestly, I, I, I gotta throw it out. No, it's too many freaking distractions. I barely buy lunch anymore. I gotta switch everybody to piecework. When I so when you're up there fucking around toasting shit and not paying you guys to toast stuff. I mean, it's the beauty of it. You put it in, <laughs> and then you get back it. to work, and then it's burnt. Yeah, and then you go back and you say, "Oh shit, I forgot about this," and then you eat it. It's this is when it's perfect to have guys on piecework. Because when they, you know, shoot the shit, take their time, doesn't matter. If you want to stay here until midnight to finish that car, no problem. When they're being paid hourly. And if you want to make four pogos in the process, yeah, then go ahead. We actually worked it out earlier on going to the washroom. So if your guys are paid hourly, should we do the quick math right yeah, now? Yeah, get ready for this one. You're going to no, have to buckle up for this one. There. But anyways, say so if you take a 15-minute bathroom break. A day times 15 minutes by five days a week, Monday to Friday, times that by 52 weeks in a year. And then I give, that'll give you a total amount of hours. Or actually, you have to divide it by 60 to get the hours. Yeah, what was it, like 65 or something? It, it, it worked out to be like 65 hours a week times that by 18 bucks an hour. It was like just shy of $1,200 a year. You're paying your guy to take a 15-minute shit break. But at the end of the day, you can't, yeah, can't deny your employees the right to go to the washroom. But at the end, of the day, it just puts into perspective if, you know, that morning when you were supposed to start at 8 o'clock and people are shooting the shit, having a coffee for 15, 20 minutes, times that by how many employees are doing that. Yeah. That's why I like the whole piecework thing. So it's, as an owner, it kind of puts my mind at ease that it's not wasted money because... As a business owner, you realize that your most expensive expense, most expensive expense, is your payroll. 
Never mind your rent, your all the, the other costs, whatever. It's your payroll. Um, so there's nothing more frustrating than when you see you guys kind of standing around having a coffee. And you don't want to be a dick either and be like, guys, look, get to work, get to work. Like Nobody wants to have like that guy as the boss. Um, so it's okay. How do we set up a pay where it's like that if they want to shoot the shit for 20 minutes in the morning when it's not that busy? Like, I mean, when it's busy, everybody buckles down and they get to work, right? But I want to implement something into my business where it's like, okay, we can still have that and still have a good culture and like have fun together. But at the end of the, end of the day, it's not costing me too much money on fucking around. So it's like, we, let's set up a proper pay structure per job for the guys in the back. So, I mean, there's that. There's, uh, it depends on, on, depends on who the employee is, to, really. Because some guys aren't comfortable with piecework and it's like, well, you know, I just... I want I want my hourly rate and I want to be able to leave at five thirty and like so I think that all is based on your staff and the personality of the guy. So we kind of have a mix here. Like some guys, like I said, are hourly, some guys are straight piece piecework with the guarantees, some guys are salary plus commission for like Anthony, for example, at the doing sales. because um, you want to you want to like you want to like uh What's the word I'm looking for? You want them to push like other services, but like without being too like salesman-y where like you're, I don't know, pushing for upsells. Like personally, I hate that. You walk into a place and it's like he upsold you on all this shit that you don't need and you end up leaving and be like, that guy's a fucking idiot because he sold me all this crap that I don't need. Like to me, that's the worst type of sales guy. Like you, get, you don't have your customer's interest in mind. So yeah, and even if you buy it, you're like, after you go home, you're like, fuck, I feel burned now. Did I, yeah, did I really need this? Yeah, like when you go into the finance uh, office when you buy yeah, a car. Yeah, when you buy a car and they sell you all these aftermarket warranties and all this other garbage. But like, yeah, I mean, there's that and like, you get, there's a balance, right? You don't want to pay somebody like straight commission where it's like they're pushing for those upsells because they want to make more money. And then you become that slimy sales guy. So, I mean... That, that all has to do with training your sales guys as well on, like, your sales style. Like, for example, my sales style was always to be honest with the customer and fit them into the right package. And never mind the end dollar amount. I look at the lifetime value of that customer. So never mind that you could you could rip them off and spend uh, get them to spend an extra thousand bucks now. But if he figures it out and, and sees that, like, you sold him shit that he doesn't need, is he really going to come back? Right? You look at... Look at the guy today that I met at the mall parking lot. Brought his F8 in for just the front end, I believe. And we told him about coatings, all that other stuff. No, he just wanted paint protection film, no problem. So we just did the front. We didn't push him into other stuff. Like he had beige interior, but he still didn't want to coat it because he was planning on flipping the car. But he's like, I just don't want to get any stone chips in the meantime. Okay, no problem. Let's just do that. Never mind coatings, never mind tint. Like, no, I think we did tint that car. I don't remember. But no, we didn't. Um... Anyways, but he was happy with, like, our honesty and, like, you know what? Just do the bare bones, like, paint protection film that you need just to kind of cruise for the summer because you're flipping the car anyways. And then today he called, booked in his GT4. He wants the full thing wrapped and also bought an R8 and wants the full thing wrapped. So it's like, yeah, we didn't push him into the shit that he didn't need on his first one, but now his second and third one, he's going all out. Would we have had that business if I were to be pushy? Like, maybe, but... I mean, I feel like people's bullshit detectors are so finely tuned now because of Google. 
they could just go home and Google it and see like what they actually need and what they don't need. Mm-hmm. So, so how did you come up with your pay structure? Like what I would imagine that from day one, not everyone was on piecework. Uh, you've had a transition into that. Yeah. Like, uh, most actually everybody started off just hourly. I think that's kind of like the most, uh, I, I don't want to say basic, but like most people are starting a business. You, your first employee, you don't really know what to do. So you just, uh, pay you 15 bucks an hour. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's basically what it is, right? What do I need? Yeah. Crocs. <laughs> we were talking about that the other day because Anthony was my first employee and what do I need? I'm like, you need a lunchbox and uh, some Crocs so you don't slip on the uh, boxy floor. You know the kitchen Crocs? Yeah. You can put them in sport mode and flip the little thing back. Sport mode? Jeez. You're running. I can't believe those are still back there. I didn't even realize that. Did it bring back memories when you put them on to wash your car the other day? I still use them. <laughs> Six years later. They're well used. Yeah. Everyone uses them. Everyone does use them. Everyone's toe cheese in the same Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So, uh, like, when you're doing your first hire, you don't really have this stuff set up. Um, so you kind of come up with, you know, what you think you could afford to pay them. And normally that's minimum wage. Until they kind of start growing and then you move them up, the more they can do. Um, but I still find like the problem with, with paying hourly is like guys don't want to be stuck at, you know, okay, you start at 15 bucks and then you give them a dollar raise to 16. And then six months later, you give them another 50 cent raise and they're at 16.50. And it's like, you know, they eventually want to start making like 20, 22, 25 bucks an hour. Like those are big jumps to make. And I feel like most people's mindset is well i have to wait a year until i could ask for a raise and then they get annoyed by from they don't want to wait so they end up looking elsewhere for a better paying job and then you lose that employee and you gotta start all over again so that happened to me a few times where it's like you know this guy's only been with me for six months i already got to give him a raise but if you have to look at there's a lot of things to look at actually the amount of time and effort it takes to train somebody Sometimes it's worth that couple extra bucks an hour to keep that guy happy. Because going through that whole training process and hiring process, I don't know about you guys, I fucking hate it. Like, yeah, it's doing a, a, a like listing a job and then you got to do interviews and meet with Whoa. people and it's like, oh, fuck. And to me, I find the whole interview process, like, I don't want to say biggest crock of shit, but like, I hate reading resumes. Like, half the time it's all the like things that you think is like, Oh, achievements in life. Fuck mm. you. I'm going to look at your Facebook. I'm going to look your at your Instagram. Your Instagram. Yeah. See what you're actually like. Yeah. So I could meet the real you. And I kind of get like a, anyone can bullshit for 30 minutes. Exactly. So to me, like, I'd rather shoot the shit, like have them come in, make them a coffee, shoot the shit, talk about cars, talk about their cars, see if they're into cars, whatever. Not that they have to be into cars to work here. But yeah, I mean, kind of get to know their personality. And then see if it's going to be a right fit, right? To me, that's kind of more important. And some people, you know what? Like, I mean, that doesn't always work too because we've had some guys that like, you guys begged me to fire him. You know what I'm talking about? And it's like, now he's an all-star. And it's like, shit, like this guy almost didn't make it. Julian, or not uh, Daniel, right? I don't know if he, this guy actually right behind Anthony. Can you see him right now? He's walking around. Nah, he's hiding behind the toolbox. Let's see if we wave and see if he sees us. 
Yeah, yeah. So that guy there, Virginia didn't get hired. Came in for an interview, picked somebody else. Let somebody else stop showing up after two weeks. And then we called the... The second oh, string. <laughs> we and called in Dennis Rodman. And, uh, yeah, he turned out okay. And he gets bucked on a rebounds. Yeah. So, and it's the same thing with one of our other guys. It's like, hired him, he was the best fit. First, like, month wasn't getting it. Second month still wasn't getting it. It's like, man, like, this guy's just too slow, man. Like, he's just not getting it. So it's like, what do we do here? So it's either we could spend some more time and try to train him, or do we cut our losses and start over, right? And then it's almost like just before we're about to make that de decision, he flourished into, like, this freaking all-star. He evolved into a god. Yeah. And then just started crushing it. So... That has nothing to do with pay structure, but... No. Well, he makes a million still, bucks. What was the original question uh, that you got again? What was it from Brian? Oh, <laughs> shit. I had a picture of it, but I, my phone's uh, right here in front of me. From Brian from uh, Winnipeg? Yeah. He was asking about pay structure. That's why we made... Why oh, he just asked me this. what was my piece work. Okay, like, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah, so, like, for example, I have this little... Little, your, your little, little Excel. Spread, little spreadsheet. Um, I could even post this on... Uh, can you post this on a comment if I give it to you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, don't, I don't care. They could follow it, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, well, yeah. sure. It's not going to work for every shop. Um, basically, I have... So for PPF, I give the installer 15% of what the job is sold at. Uh, sorry. What it should be sold at, because sometimes we do like wholesale jobs where it's not his... Why should he be making less? Uh, because we're doing a wholesale job for a dealership, so he still gets the same pay as like if as if it was retail. Um, so I give him fifteen points on that, and basically we add it up at the end of the week. If it's more than his eighty hours at whatever his hourly rate is, he gets his piecework. Um, and then for coatings, I have like set rates for different size vehicles. Um, it's not a percentage like the uh, well, it kind of is. So when you're when you're trying to figure out your piecework, if you want to like create your own structure, like you could copy mine, whatever I don't care. You always want to keep it where your your employee uh, pay rate is around like 15, 20, 25 percent. You got to stay around those numbers. Obviously, the lower paying job, they're gonna be making a little bit more. Higher paying jobs, they'll be making you know 15 points. Um, <laughs> I can tell when he changes the camera. <laughs> you change it to me? Faster. Um, but yeah, so for example, like doing coding jobs, like gold packages. And I had to, okay, so for example, a gold package, uh, regular size car, like let's, this is M5. I mean, this is kind of bigger than a regular size. Say if it was a three series in Canadian dollars, I would pay out 225 bucks to do a gold package on that. That's the wash, drying it, clay barring it, applying 9H, applying top coat, doing the wheels, the exhaust tips, all the glass, and what we call delivery prep, which is a quick vacuum wipe down on the inside. That does not include the polishing. Polishing is extra. Um, so if it needs a single stage polish, they'll get paid out an extra 80 bucks to do that single stage polish. Sometimes they could bang it out in two hours. Sometimes it takes them three. Sometimes it takes them four. Some cars that are pretty easy, or if we're getting full front end, we're still changing the same for uh, coatings and, and paint correction. So they have half a car to polish. So they kind of win on those ones, right? Um, so for example, if they could polish, do a single stage polish in two hours, they're making 40 bucks an hour, right? So 
Um, but I'll but put this. If you take your hour shit after, then it all works out. Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, like the whole purpose was th- for this was like I said when they were just when my guys were just hourly, they feel the need to wait a certain amount of time until they ask for a raise, and I'd rather them. We should play post it on the in uh, CP Canada, the Chris Voss asking for a raise. It's like a five minute segment mm. of his yeah, master yeah, class. Yeah. I wonder if we could somehow chop it. Yeah, we could probably do that. Hopefully, Screen we don't get su- sued or anything. Ah, tag him in. It. Who cares? <laughs> He'll get followers. But like, He'll get followers. I don't know or whatever. But like, <sighs> look, we tried to hire you, but you didn't answer us. So, <laughs> we. What do you want from us? But anyways, he goes into how to ask for a raise and like show like how you're going to add value to the business. Mm, we spoke about this when you threw me under the bus. Yeah, it was exactly on the six months. Yeah. Um, Cause you hit me up with, you know, I do this and you I know what? This. Here's the results. My what I was, my one year anniversary came and went and no one got me a fucking cake. When did we hire you? Uh, March 1st or 2nd or something. Ah, has it been one year? Yeah. Shit. Well, nobody gets a one-year thing. What, what are we f- in a relationship here? What a slug show it's been. Wow. <laughs> you get a cake on your birthday. Yeah, I don't want a cake on my birthday. I want a cake on my one-year anniversary. Work anniversary? Yeah. We've never really done that. Have we ever done that? No. Jesus okay. Christ. If I had known the culture is like this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come to think of it, that's actually a pretty good, like, if you're an employee, because Daniel, last week when we were talking about employees, his thing was, I want to feel appreciated. He doesn't feel appreciated? No, you like <laughs> at his other jobs. <laughs> I don't think he feels appreciated. We rip on him every day. I don't rip on him. Well, I do. When he does stupid things, I'm going to rip on him. But he deserves to be ripped on. Um, it means you're part of the family. Yeah. I mean, if you're being ripped on, that means that we love you. Yeah. It um, means we're not like nervous that you're going to take it the wrong way. I mean, Marv had it the hardest. <laughs> Could have gone to the labor board a few times, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> We got lucky. Dodged a bullet there. Oh, my God. But anyways, no, like, actually, that's a good way to, you know, make your employees feel appreciated. Somehow, my my biggest thing is, like, fuck, I didn't remember, like, my own anniversaries. Like, <laughs> so, to remember employees, shit, you better put that shit in the calendar. No, but I bet you, like, it would make them feel warm and fuzzy if you got a little cake and happy one year. Mm-hmm. When did we hire Daniel? September. Oh, he's got a little bit to go. Wow, September... Let's get Marv a welcome back cake. Just like he yeah. got out of jail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When well, he comes back from school. Welcome back. This guy comes back every summer because he's going to be in school for like nine years, becoming a doctor, trying mm-hmm. to convince him to just, just drop out. Just a doctor. Yeah, and just do PPF. Be a doctor of PPF. He'd be a plastic surgeon, but on cars. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really pay the same, but can. Make but it's a hard he wants to work. Yeah, it's you want to work, work till midnight? Yeah, no problem. We'll jam the cars in. Yeah, we'll get you... F- you could do a whole car in one day. Yeah, no problem. Some guys are actually like animals. Some guys in the States. Man, there's a few guys out there that are making like 250K a year. Yeah, I saw PPF that. PPF and cars. Because they're paying piecework. And they, yeah, they but, stay. Yeah, because the guy starts at 5 in the morning. He leaves every day at 7. Goes home to his family, has dinner, whatever. Starts all over the next day. He'll work the odd Saturdays. What do you mean? He like, I mean, he also has like five kids, but still. Um... I don't know. It's a different mentality. It's there's money to be made when you're on piecework, and like you said, you're not sitting around waiting for something to do. It's kind of like, and sometimes I these these pay structures won't motivate some people that, you know, 
I don't say have it made, but like don't, I don't say don't need to work, but don't have expenses, you know, things like that. Like don't have car payments, don't have insurance payments and things like that. So it's like, they're okay with making, you know, their nine Whatever. to five and mm-hmm. go home and I want weekends off and, and hang out. Yeah. No problem. Like that's okay. Right. So you're going to kind of have to like finesse it for different employees. It doesn't work for everybody. Um, that's like everything though. Yeah. So, and at the end of the day, you can modify it for certain employees. Like mm. you don't want to be bending over backwards where it's like every, like, Oh, I, you got to pay me like this. And then I have to have a cake on my one year anniversary. Yeah. I need every other Saturday off. And then Fridays I have to leave at four. I have to it's leave like, at okay, five. Now tomorrow, you're asking actually. for too much there, bud. I have to leave at five tomorrow. Never mind. It's okay. Cause you're staying an extra half an hour today. So it kind of works out. Yeah. But wait, you don't get paid for the podcast, so never mind. No, I never bill for that. Come on. Yeah. So just come at 7.30 tomorrow before we open. You'll be here by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> just to punch in. <laughs> get the little the little punch-in clock. Yeah, no. I hate that. How many of you guys use that? Yeah, I'm curious to know. How many of you guys use punch clocks? How do you organize, like, hours? Because you guys use an app, right? Well, the, yeah. So... I don't if know, you, you deal for with like it. guarantee, but like, do you so? Do you make the guys fill out their hours anyways before, whether or not they hit their piecework or their guarantee, and then at the end of the pay period, you get them to fill out their piecework? Um, they don't have to fill out their hours, just their piecework. Gotcha. Well, that's a good question because, for example, if one of them are sick one of the days then you're not giving him, and he doesn't make his guarantee, why is he getting 80 hours if he was sick one day, uh-huh. right? Or if he would just took a day off. So it's not 80 hours anymore, it's four days, right? So we have to remember those things. So, for example, with Gianluca, like, he doesn't punch it in and out. He'll tell me, though, on, like, when he sends me his piecework, mm-hmm. that he, he was off his day. Technically, I should be remembering that, but it's kind of hard to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why, like, I was talking to my mom about it, because she looks after, like, payroll and everything now. Um we're debating if we should have the guys like punch in punch out like like the app that you guys use whether they're on piecework or not yeah because then you can cross-reference and see okay i mean typically if you work the same amount of hours i should ask my cousin that's a mechanic because like he always said that like okay he gets paid piecework but it doesn't matter how many hours he spends on the premises like at work he could yes. spend 90 hours there. If his piecework is under 80 hours, he still, he still only gets 80 hours. That makes sense, yeah. So there's any, like so I don't think they have like a punch-in, punch-out. Yeah, because at the end of the day, if you're staying here late, it's because you're trying to finish your piecework to get past the guarantee threshold. Yeah. Which is fairly easy in the summer. Super easy. But they, could, they could do two weeks in one week. Yeah. Like, the whole purpose of piecework, too, is, like, okay, if this job pays out, let's just say a goal package pays out, like I said, 225 bucks, and they could get that done in, you know, six hours, and they want to get started on the next one, they could get it washed and polished, whatever, and make an extra 80 bucks plus, you know, the 3150 to wash the car. Um, sorry, just so I don't confuse you guys there. I also have it broken down, and I'm going to post this. Um, the total payout for the job... But then we had a problem with, okay, what happens if this guy washes it? Somebody else applies 9H, and then somebody else applies top coat. It's like now you took that $225 job and split it. You can't really split it three ways because top coat 
or sorry, doing base coat on a gold package is way more work than doing top coat the next day, right? And same thing with like the delivery prep, doing the face of wheels is fuck all. Like, you know what I mean? So it, we have to break it down on like kind of per task. And then on our work order that get, every vehicle gets, they mark down their name next to it. Like, so when that car's done, I ask the guys, hey, is the work order filled out? And they make sure, oh yeah, okay, I did this part. So they can put their name next to it. It's a little bit more work, but it just, as your company grows, it's a lot easier to kind of, and hold people accountable too. Like mm. if you see the wheels are fucked up, it's like, okay, well, who did it? You could just look at the sheet. Yeah. Plus it makes them happy too. Cause like you don't want someone to not get credit for what they did. I mean, you could argue both ways. It's like, uh, you know, fuck you. You're, you just put tire shine on and you vacuum the car. It's like, whatever, be a team player. But at the same time, it's like, you want that guy to know, like he's going to, be compensated for like putting in the effort to yeah. finish that off or whatever. Yeah. And that's the other thing too. So for a while we had an hourly rate guys kind of just like a helper in the shop, like he washed all the cars, uh, you know, did the cleanups of the inside and stuff. So it's like, if you're paying one guy piecework, 225 bucks. And part of that is the wash and everything else. But then where does that go? Yeah, exactly. So for the longest time I was still giving it to the installer that's doing the entire job. Yeah. But then I started noticing that, okay, well, while he's using the gopher guy, we call him a doofer. To do all his bullshit work. He'll do for now. Yeah. Um, he's sitting off on the side. And yeah. it's like, okay, well, like, that's not the point of it. Like, he, Sure, he's supposed to do all these other bullshit jobs to kind of help you out to keep things flowing. But you should be starting the next job, not fucking sitting waiting. Mm -hmm. Like, jump in the wash bay and help him wash it so it yeah. goes faster, right? Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And then you can have the argument of like, okay, fine, knock that off my piecework because I would rather just sit here. It's like, okay, well, thanks. Yeah. Dennis Rodman. <laughs> I'm in Vegas for six days. Tops. Yeah. Tops. So, I mean, yeah, that's, there's, you get a mixed opinion. Some guys don't like piecework, some guys will prefer hourly. There you go. Um, but now, okay, like, I think I kind of covered it for employees in the back of the shop doing like the actual installs now for the front end you know how do you pay a sales guy so for example anthony gets paid hourly plus commission right yeah um yeah and i feel that like incentivizes them to you know try to upsell on things like ppf and like without being pushy like i was saying earlier like, you don't want to be that guy selling everything under the sun mm, of course so i don't know like do you find yourself like ever thinking like, oh, I don't want to make more money. Let me push this guy into something else. Um, or it's kind of based on their needs and it's like, you see that, okay, maybe oh, they I, could. I, I try to sell them all three services, essentially, but whether they need, do they need the gold package? Maybe not. They can go with the silver. But like I'm yeah. not, oh, you got to get the gold package because I make the most money on it. Mm -hmm. That's not how I uh, operate. I don't know. Yeah. I think we'd be empty if you op if you sold like that. Yeah, and you're like if you look at our Google We'd reviews, we have nothing in the shop. I'd get yeah. sketched from that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think there still is a balance where it's like when somebody's like on the fence about PPF, but you can tell they 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 should have it. Then it's okay. Then you. What's well, a, a process like? If you're relying solely on commission and you have someone who's on the fence of getting everything done, well, you don't want to make them break it down and say, "Oh, you can just get this." Because you want to get everything. You want to maximize what you can get out of them. Whereas if you're not relying solely on commission, 
and then I'm speaking to a customer and they don't want to get everything done and it's out of their budget, I'm totally fine with them saying, I'm totally fine with walking them into just, okay, get PPF first. Down the road, you can get coded. Mm-hmm. No one else is telling them to do that. Like That structure makes the sale less pressured. Even yeah, though you're like, like that as a person, but like... I'm already not like that anyway. Yeah. But yeah. There's no pressure to... Uh-huh. You got to push everyone to get the best yeah. of the best so you can maximize what you're getting out of them. Mm-hmm. If that yeah, makes sense. For sure. I mean, I had this conversation earlier with a buddy of mine that I haven't spoken to in years that bought a Taycan and... Uh, anyways, he wanted to have like... He was talking about getting paint protection film and things like that, but then just from probing you know, figured out he's going to do like 8,000 kilometers a year. So right now he's basically working from home. Barely ever goes on the highway. So it's like, honestly, man, like, and you can tell he's, you know, trying to be budget conscious. So it's like, okay, you know, scrap the PPF and just do coding then. If all you care about is the car looking shiny, mm. let's go down that road, right? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you're right. It's like, as much as I don't like stone chips, if I do get one, ah, you could touch it up for me. Yeah, no problem. Whatever, come by. So I think I'm going that route. Mm. Why? I don't know. I just don't know. Like, I don't know. I keep changing my mind. It's risky. Yeah, so Anthony was going to book his car into the shop because he doesn't want to wait. But he's too good at selling, so he fucked himself over because now the <laughs> schedule is booked. <laughs> For the next, like, two weeks. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have to wait until next winter to wrap the car. <sighs> Terrible. Just uh, we'll see. Slap some PPF on the front, nice and loose. Yeah, you can do it because you've you've done the training. You can do it yourself. I'm just flapping the wind. Yeah, yeah but what am I going to do? It. It's going to be after hours. Exactly. Trying You're going to PPF your car yourself? No, I can't PPF. He's saying to do that. I can't oh. do it. I was going to say, you didn't even want to polish your own car. You're putting it in the schedule for Ray to do it. <laughs> You're not going to tell me it's your car. You're just going to book <laughs> it in a golf car. it in, man. <laughs> This guy's Wait, really picky. We got a golf R here for you to do. Yeah, okay, really picky. Know. Make sure it's really well done. Exactly. Yeah, but he's seen your car, so he's gonna know it's yours. Yeah, so doesn't know uh, a bunch or of people. What's he gonna do? Car. Refuse it? He's getting paid for it. There's nothing. Like, Look, uh, if, he's you, gonna if he's gonna refuse time. it, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the head of marketing to polish your car. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't want to do it. So, so that's another one. You know, okay. So other than sales, if you bring in a marketing guy. We looked at like doing like some type of like commission structure, but how do you, how do you, how do you manage that? Yeah, like how yeah. do you do you gauge like, what came you, in? Do from you leads? pay out per lead? Then I'll just get a bunch of shitty leads, and I'll just, yep, I got five thousand leads this month. Yeah, yeah, they're all. And that was fake actually a numbers. problem in the U.S. Is they're all fake phone numbers, and no one answered. Uh, it happens, you know. Sometimes okay, Facebook, you're just in there at night you know, filling it up yourself. Yeah, and I get over here. You gotta type in Come some on. phone numbers. <laughs> yeah. Fill out these leads. Just say a bunch of random numbers in a row. Yeah. And I'll pump, punch a bunch Bob, of shit in. Jim, Steve, just think <laughs> of Dave. Right. Yeah. Fuck. But, uh, yeah, it's tough like that. With with that kind of position, like, agencies will kind of do that kind of pay structure saying, yeah, um, we want a percentage of the job closed and... Uh, X amount of dollars per lead and this and that. And blah, That's blah. another hard one too because I have sales guys. Um, I like use car dealerships and stuff like that. Like send us work, and but they'll just send the customer here, and then they get a percentage of uh, the total job that we close them at, mm. and then you get that pushback of the 
when the customer had decides to do a $500 package, but the, the sales guy was expecting us to sell them on a $3,000 package. It's like, Oh, that's it. Uh, can I see the invoice? It's like, dude, like what? You don't fucking trust me. Mm-hmm. Like you think I'm t- giving them a $2,500 job, but I'm paying you on 500 bucks. Like I'm not a dick like that, but you kind of get that, that vibe. And it's like, so even that one, I don't think works proper. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather they just book it in and like they do the selling, but the thing is, too, when you rely on too many outside salespeople from, like, dealerships and whatever, they're never going to sell it the way that you do. Yeah. You were so mentioning that. When, I'd um, rather they just call Anthony and they talk to Anthony, right? With, like, dealers saying that a bunch of shit that wasn't true or, like, salespeople. Yeah. I had a lady emailing me this morning. Show me pictures of your car that's dirty. Okay? Wash it. Well, I had the dealership code it. It's like, okay. And? Did you wash it? Like, it's not an invisible force field. But, yeah, so somewhere along the line, she got oversold on it. But anyways. Mm-hmm. Like the guy who thought snow wouldn't land on his car? Yeah. There was a whole lawsuit with that, by that's the way. That's the best one yet. Yeah. That, that's the that's the best one I yet. I wish I was, like, f- uh, like, gone to the actual, like, courtroom for that because apparently the, the judge just blasted him. I actually, if I was convinced of something that would not allow snow... To fall on my vehicle. Like, do you understand how gravity works? Yeah. Like, but how I would buy it. It's not a bubble that goes around your car and never gets wet in a rainstorm. Like, come on. Yeah. If you actually thought that, I would spend probably, I would spend way more than what it costs to get that. If that were true. (laughs) Okay, so back to the marketing. He's probably like, man, it's a fucking deal. Snow's not even going to land on my car. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, a thousand bucks? I never have to worry about brushing snow? Are you fucking kidding me? This is like a garage. A mini garage that follows you around. (laughs) What did Ham say? What do you expect? A leprechaun to jump out of the trunk and clean your car for you every time you put it in park? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Awesome. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're going to get them. You're going to get those people. And you you can't help but just have a little giggle. Yeah, okay, so, but, but back to the marketing question, like, how do they pay, like, if you're, obviously, if you're not, if you're not going to have an in-house marketing guy, then you're going to have to go with whatever marketing agencies, but, like, CP used one for years, and he got paid per lead, so he didn't give a shit if they were good quality leads or not, it just, I generated this many leads, okay, great, but um, in my shop, I want to make sure that that marketing guy is, you know, trying to get us the best quality leads, Right, versus just quantity, like we always say quality over quantity, but like it's come that's true when it comes to leads. Like you don't want to be wasting a sales guy's time with these people that think this like your service is a hundred bucks. Right? It's like, oh my god, okay. But I might as well just pretend like my phone cut out and I just hang up on you. Yeah. But yeah, so Anthony's gonna start forwarding his calls to your phone. And I'll just forward them back to him. <laughs> and it's just gonna go back <laughs> and, and forth. <laughs> Vicious circle. Actually, that happens. When my phone used to forward to yours, then your phone would be off, and or you'd forward your phone to mine. How? If you were sick, you would forward your phone to mine. So when so it would, call, it would calls loop? would come into the shop line, it would get forwarded to my phone. And you would forward. If it I didn't back. answer, it would get forwarded back to the shop Are line. You just keep yeah. ringing forever in a loop of ringing. And you can never tell when it switches. Yeah, you kind of can. That's you can funny. once you've yeah. called a couple times and it's happened a few times in the a row. Slightly changed. Yeah. But. Yeah. Anyways, what what else when it comes to mm. paying employees? 
But the whole reason we made the structure was, I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this, was for the guys to look to make more money within the shop so they could stay a couple extra hours and complete mm -hmm. another job and make more money. Here rather than... Th than uh, looking uh, around for a better paying yeah. job because they don't want to wait six months to ask for a yeah. raise. Mm -hmm. um, but then you also have to question too, if you're paying your guys hourly, like I said, you know... Uh, be careful with the if they're going on a year or so are they you got to keep them stimulated where it's you don't want them to get bored and start looking for another job because they're, they're kind of on this treadmill and not sure where the end of the tunnel is when they can you know start making more money and right so you got to kind of take the kick the training wheels off like i was doing with daniel for example he's still being paid hourly okay bro like i want to switch you over to Piecework, so yeah, yeah step it up. His, and he's got his big boy wheels on now. Yeah, he's got to put his his long pants on. Mm -hmm. Feel like a man. Still got to wear a helmet though. Yeah, give him some water wings. Mm -hmm. Be okay. Just to be safe. I don't know. Do you like the like your pay structure, for example? Like I don't know, like being paid like kind of salary or hourly. You're hourly. It's hourly. Plus commission, like. I don't yeah, know, do, do you have, months. like, a sense of, like, accomplishment when you close, like, a big job, and it's like, wow, okay, that's a pretty good payout. And the next yeah, one comes no, like an hour later, you wanna, and it's like... you want to close the big jobs, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, um, because, yeah, if it was just hourly, it wouldn't make any sense. And if it was just commission, then I don't know how that would work either. But, like, being hourly, it's like, then I spend more time, like, I don't mind spending some time extra talking to someone, whatever, because I'm, like, not wasting my time doing that. It's not like after 5 o'clock, okay... Shutting off, or whatever. Mm. So, yeah, it's a good sense. point. That's the other thing too. For a sales guy, it's like I remember when I used to do sales in the shop, and there was times where I was at home and the phone rings, and it's like, oh, they really want to answer this right now. And you do, and it's a guy booking in a full wrap. It's like that's good a seven thousand dollar job. Yeah, if I would have said fuck you. Like you might have just gone to the next guy on Google and called the next one. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's the thing. You, you never know who's calling. So that's what always kind of burnt it in my head to kind of. That's why you get caller ID. Yeah, but even that sometimes, like, it's just random, random numbers, and you're like, oh, fuck, or it's blocked ID or some shit. But, I mean, I've answered people's texts at, like, 2 in the morning just because I was up. You up? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, seriously, like, oh, my God, I, I couldn't believe you got back to me, like, at that time, like, and they were impressed by that, right? So, you know what I mean? Like, you never know what's going to close a job, so you got to kind of have your... Uh, I don't know what the point, like, you got to be finely tuned to be able to switch it on and off. Yeah. Yeah. But there's also work-life balance that you also have to, uh, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Work-life balance, that's a hard one. Mm -hmm. But there's also that, you know what I mean? Like, We're going to have wanna... to balance our work-life for over the next week till we can actually talk about it. So let's call it a day tomorrow and Friday, and then we'll reconvene on Wednesday. Wait, what? He's trying to take next, <laughs> like from now until next Wednesday off. You got weekends for that, right? It's balance, man. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has a different balance. One of my buddy's mom said, eight hours for sleep, eight hours for work, eight hours for fun. It's 24 hours in a day. Eight hours for fun. Yeah. It's a lot of time. Yeah, I don't. I get home at seven o'clock, I go to bed at nine. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're getting more than your eight hours of sleep. <laughs> well, no. I get well, you up. just... Listen, I mean, okay, not nine. I mean, okay, like, I go to bed at like 10, 30, 11. Yeah. And then I wake up at six. You also live. In the bum fuck nowhere. Yeah, two hours away, so yeah. you do a lot of commuting. Jeff and I are going to be roommates. 
<laughs> Just have a lot of fun on the way. <laughs> <laughs> so disappointed. Oh my God. <laughs> well, wait till you see what we have coming with the YouTube channel. I'm be knocking on your door. Yeah. Come on, Lucas, wake up. Uh, we gotta go. Charlie thought that was the door. Oh, that's gonna be the sound of me waking you up. In the I'm morning. gonna complain about his noise. You sure we want? You want to be roommates with me? Nah, I'm backing can up. Can you imagine? Uh, when I get up at five thirty, let's go. I've it's been, like waking I'm up the dog. Like, it's like talking to a child. So Come on, Charlie, let's go every morning. Time for school. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, let's go. <laughs> Lifts his head, looks at you, puts his head back down. Fuck you. Let's go. It's time for school. Cool. Hopefully, I answered some questions on piecework. Or yeah. sorry, not just piecework, but employee pay structure. Everybody's kind of different. And we hope you so, had a good time listening. Listening to Anthony chew into the mic with his was it I, no, it's I, pockets. I was trying to be it. sly. That's why I put out a video on you because you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> and you're biting like slow-mo. Yeah, because you say my chewing's loud, so I'm trying to be quiet. Yeah. Well, with oh my anything God. in this mic. I don't know how your girlfriend doesn't like. <laughs> I could hear you like across the hall when you're eating lunch. That's not true. You're just fucking driving everyone oh over with a fucking bus on this podcast. God. I'm done. I've had it here. <laughs> I hate it here. I'm going home. Everyone, thank you for listening. See you tomorrow morning. If you want to hit us with a bus, I mean, we're already we're already in the ditch. We're already dead in the ditch anyway. So, oh, what do oh. I do? Wrong mm. song. Oh, oh yeah, shit. Um, yeah. Come good. on down. Just We're going to change it next week. We're already down and out. Just take the bus. Run over cool. us. Cool. Peace. Shop Talk, 530. This is more of an PM. intro song. Not really it good is. Outro. What we do here. Ah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's because it's just pressing every button. It's over. Ciao. <laughs>